Matt Hodell here. Good Monday morning. It's Matt Hodell with the Bastards of Our Podcast checking in. Now, this week is week two of our new format, which is basically me rambling. Uh, hopefully it comes across and I reach people and uh, it doesn't sound too crazy. So what do we got going on? Well, I did something and I made a commitment and I uh, I don't think people saw it coming. Not that people are following my every move, but the reaction I got from the people who are in my life, um, they were kind of like, really? You? Why? Um, a young lady came in to the shop, a uh, young lady, 25 years old, which I guess isn't that young. I mean, I guess she's mature and old enough to drive and drink, but my point is, is that she wanted to know if I was willing to teach her how to tattoo. Now, I don't know if she realizes what a loaded question that was when she came in. And I do have kind of like a knee-jerk answer I give most people. or I, and I do it in a nice way. I kind of like, you know, hurry them out the door and send them in another direction. And at the same time, try to appear as if I'm being as helpful as possible without actually taking any initiative or responsibility myself. But in this particular case... She did impress me. She impressed me because um, she was already a college grad, and she already had an LLC that she operated on the weekends. She did caricature drawings at events uh, for a company that she started and she runs. And so she already knows how to market. She already knows how to price. She already knows how to promote. Um, She already has an artistic knack. She already knows how to work with people. She already knows how to have a... um, uh, com- uh, commitment and see it through. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought to myself, if there was ever a better candidate that walked in my door, I, I probably don't remember. So, you know, I did sit down with her and, uh, you know, one of the important things about, you know, learning how to tattoo is I can show someone the ins and outs of tattooing quickly. Like, I, literally, if I had to like, train someone, you know, and get them on the floor and get them tattooing and, and make them do a successful tattoo. I think in three months I could probably get them, you know, up and going. And I think in six months I could probably have them tattooing, um, fairly successfully, you know, um, meaning like if we didn't throw any too crazy curveballs at them, I think they would, they would do just fine. But what I wouldn't be able to teach them in that time is, uh, an appreciation for what has come before them. And I think that right there is the main part of an apprenticeship is the path that you're asking for without knowing. In a nutshell, you, you know, and I said this before, you wouldn't give a 16-year-old kid a $2,000 bottle of scotch and send him off while he ruins it at some shitty keg party in a field, you know. No appreciation for what's come before him. No understanding of what he's throwing up at four in the morning, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's kind of it. So the first the first phase that I figured that, that would be the best thing would be to kind of help explain what it is to be a part of the tattoo community. Now, I, I kind of have a feeling, 
And maybe some people will agree, some people disagree, but tattooing is split. And if you haven't seen it, then you're, you're, hiding, under a, you're hiding under a rock, man. There's the industry and there's the culture. The industry is shops that are set up to accommodate the mass influx of customers who have recently discovered tattooing is neat and cool, but doesn't necessarily want to be heavily tattooed themselves. These are the people that might get a little small Pinterest thing on their wrist, uh, or maybe get some little birds flying on their back, you know, but they're never going to be the client that's like, okay, uh, I want to mark my tribe. I want to tell the world to go fuck itself. I want to grab life by the balls. You know, they don't have that, like, where just the act of tattooing is the mere defiance. They have, you know, the, the, the industry style person and the industry style shop. It's kind of like a, and you've been there before. It's kind of like the, the turn and burn shop. I mean, they dress them up in different ways, but it's the, you know, uh, next, next, next. What do you want? Ain't got time for that. Next, next, next. Sure. Sit down. Shut up. Let's get you in. Get you out. Oh my God. Would you stop talking? You know, that kind of like feeling you get. But the culture, the culture is like the style of tattooing that I got into. And that's where the act of getting tattooed was just as, or if not more important than the image you were getting. The act of tattooing marked your tribe, marked who you ran with, marked who you were, marked uh, marked you for life. And it was one of those things where once you got one, you knew right away uh, this was it. And you were probably going to get heavily tattooed and... Uh, whatever man i mean that was that was um that was that was that was really important to me uh back in the day um that that part of like understanding um what tattooing was and what it meant to be and so anyway what i'm trying to get at here is how do you explain that to someone who just maybe on the surface level doesn't understand now you know when i started tattooing i'm not saying i understood either you know and i had to kind of learn and and uh, there was a whole new world that got introduced to me, but I was around good company, um, so it made it a lot easier. Now, what I've done with this young lady so far is, uh, and her name's Haram, and she's been, you know, quite amazing um, to work with, uh, is we've started by basically, A, understanding what a good tattoo is, and then B, um, figuring out a little bit of history of what has come before us. Um, and so she's in that first stage and she, uh, had to go and, um, dissect, um, some Sailor Jerry drawings. And I don't mean just draw and redraw. I mean, take it apart and understand why Sailor Jerry was a transitional key in tattooing and tattoo designs in general. Why when Sailor Jerry redrew a piece of flash that had been around for 20 or 30 years Oh, did you guys not know that, that Sailor Jerry mostly redrew other people's flash and made it better? So that's what he did. He threw a couple of sprinkles of his own personality on top, but he was able to engineer an architect uh, tattoo flash that had come before him and make it cleaner, nicer, bolder, stronger. And that's why you drink Sailor Jerry rum and not George Burchette rum, which I guess that was a bad comparison because George Burchette's badass too. But let's just say like, uh, two thumbs Joe rum. Anyway, um, so we do that and, and you got to break it down and you have to understand why lines are here and why black shading is there and what makes this drawing stronger and why, uh, why is it better than the original drawing? 
Um, and, and then from there, uh, we coincide with a little bit of history of tattooing and I let her kind of like pick, pick out two tattoo artists that she liked and, um, kind of give me a report. Why, what about them shines? What about them is unique? What about, and that's kind of like a personality test the, the tattoo artist that you're drawn to. I know there's a guy who loves George Bruchette and it kind of shows in his tattooing and how he carries himself. And you know, there's other people that really dig on like the old uh, picture machine flash. And it's almost like what flash that you really are drawn to from those old timers kind of is a big telltale sign of who you are and how you approach yourself. But anyway, long story short, uh, she picked Tats Thomas, which, which I thought was pretty clever. Cause I, even though I do like him, I, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have figured she would have gone that direction, but she did. And, um, she wrote a great little blog about him. You can check that out. Um, I'll put, maybe try to put a link, um, on the, uh, on my webpage here, uh, that you can hit into that, get to that blog. But now we're to the point in her, in her learning where, you know, she's not an apprentice. She is someone who is wanting to learn how to learn how to tattoo. I think that's really important that how can you call someone an apprentice just because they walked in the door. Um, but I think once somebody kind of really understands what it is to be a tattoo artist and then is ready to commit to that and the process it takes to learn how to tattoo, then we can, you know, start divvying out some titles some earned titles. So I think, you know, the first step is she's a young lady who would like to learn how to tattoo. And the second step would be once we get through this first section, which I'm assuming will take uh, maybe six months, um, then we can work towards calling her um, and earning the title of apprentice. But for now, she's a young lady who would like to learn how to tattoo. And as we speak, she should be coming off a two week hiatus where uh, she had the opportunity to walk away from the shop for two weeks and uh, kind of do some some uh, reflection and see if um, everything I've presented to her and everything that she's learned about tattooing is even something she she wants to commit to. Is this something that you know she thought it was going to be, or did she think that tattooing was you know a uh, uh, just like a, another career move, a lateral move from from what she'd done before? So. Um, Definitely not letting her naively walk into this industry, but giving her um, the whole entire, uh, as full of a scope as I can in a short amount of time, um, kind of present her to what tattooing is and what it means to me and what it would mean um, if she follows through. So we will find out uh, in the next couple of days when she gets home off of her vacation, she has a choice. She can walk away and um, continue on with life or she can uh, kind of, you know, say, yeah, this is, I like what I see. This is for me. This is exactly what I, what I, what I signed up for and I'm down and I'm ready to follow through. And so we'll see how that goes, but I've written up, I've gone ahead and written up a curriculum that, that does extend um, the length of an apprenticeship. This isn't one of those deals where come in, clean the toilets, you know, bullshit. I never, ever, kind of just for the record, I never fucking like that. That is such fucking bullshit. Like, in, in what level of learning do you completely break someone down? Unless they're an idiot. Like, unless you decide you want to you want to apprentice a sixteen-year-old kid that has absolutely no understanding of what responsibility is. Why would you take someone who is already a college grad, 
who already runs their own business, who probably knows more about marketing and and um, business structure and taxes than the average tattoo artist, and then go clean a fucking toilet, you scumbag. I mean, this isn't a frat. This isn't a hazing process. I mean, there's there's other ways to be hazed, and I think it's through pushing them to be the best they can be, um, and not uh, you know just shitting on them. So. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not one of those guys that thinks that breaking somebody down and beating them down and and then bringing them back up to be some some pseudo free labor slave is like really giving back to, to tattooing um, very much. I think picking uh, a finer crop of willing participants uh, is going to give back to tattooing as a whole, and that's really you know my goal is what can I give back to the industry? What can I take out of these? 20 plus years of tattooing. Um, you know, I've, I do think about this from time to time. I've tattooed in four continents. I've tattooed in like seven or eight countries. I don't even know how many cities I've tattooed in. I've tattooed in over 30 shops from all my traveling. That adds up to be a couple hundred tattoo artists that I've worked with. And I've picked up a lot of shit along the way. And not that I've kept it all to myself, but I don't really have ever had a catalyst to actually pass along this information. And the second part is, I'm in my 40s, man. I am completely out of touch with an 18-year-old kid. You know, I have a good clientele base, but we're all old. <laughs> you know, I would. I am completely interested in seeing what um, the kind of movement of tattooing is for the for the tattoo culture aspect of it. Um, and I think bringing a young lady like this in and teaching her about tattooing is going to fall under the label of teach once, learn twice. Um and it's going to kind of bring me back to the basics and uh, uh, get me back to why am I doing why am I doing this in the first place? So it's a two way street here, you know. Um, I don't know. I think I am going to be talking about uh, Haram and her 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 journey a little bit more often um, because I think people are interested. People want to know um, how do you get started in tattooing and um, you know what what is expect what is it expected of you? So. Uh, I just want to wish you guys an awesome and great week. Uh, do me a favor. Write down a goal for yourself, a small one. Make it for this week and then finish it. And then when you're done with that goal, uh, reward yourself. Figure out what you're going to do for yourself. Um, take yourself out to Chili's. Get yourself a two for uh, one special and eat both of them. Do whatever whatever floats your boat. Anyway, I appreciate everyone. Uh, for following. Um, I didn't know how many people were going to be still hanging on when, I, when we took that little bit of a break. But it seems like uh, everyone's still there and I'm still getting some emails and phone calls. So yeah, we'll keep this up. I, I just want to say, dude, have a great week. This is the Bastards of Our Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and then the webpage www.bastardsart.com. Uh, this is Matt Hodell, checking out.